This episode is brought to you by 7 Weeks to Radical Self-Trust, my new group coaching program designed to help you to develop a consistent practice of purposeful actions rooted in your capacity for steadfast self-awareness and self-loyalty. Through the program, you'll develop self-knowledge and skills that will lead to an alignment of values with actions, clarity of direction and peace with decision-making, increased self-confidence and self-acceptance, magnetism, energized focus, and meaningful productivity. Learn more and register for the next offering of 7 Weeks to Radical Self-Trust at katielinder.work rst. You're listening to You've Got This, episode 135. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I want to talk about the concept of creating trusted systems. And this is something that I do pretty naturally because I am definitely a systems thinker. I like to think about the steps involved in a particular process. And I definitely also really like efficiency. And creating trusted systems, I think, at its core is really about efficiency because you're not constantly wondering about whether something is working. You know that it's working because of how you've set it up. So some elements of what it means to create a trusted system might be a good place to start. The first one, I think, is familiarity um, and that you know all steps of the process and you kind of know them in and out. And so if something is not quite right, you're going to like immediately notice it. It's going to stick out to you. And that also leads to um, usually clear steps. Like there's a certain way that you typically go about doing things. And it might even be like a little bit of muscle memory. Like you, you kind of always go about doing things in the exact same way. Now, I feel like I have to offer a caveat here that one of the challenges of creating trusted systems is once you have one, you often don't want to change it. Even if it could be better, You, it's like it works for you and, and that's it. Like you, you don't want to, to move to something new or different. And so I think it's definitely helpful to include kind of a check-in about these systems and like thinking about should they be changed? Should they be updated? Are there other tools you want to include? Because once you have these steps in place, it can be really hard to get yourself out of that rut, um, especially if you feel like it's working for you. So that's just a little bit of a side note. But your trusted systems will have that familiarity. They'll have the clear steps of what it takes to actually do the thing. And because of that, they're going to have this sense of reliability. You're going to know that's the trust part. You're going to know that this is a system that works for you because it has consistently worked for you over time. And that is going to build, you know, increased trust in that system because you know that it's always going to be repeatable with the same result. And it's not going to be something that you're constantly questioning you know, where did I put that thing? Or, you know, like, how am I going to remember this? Like, you always are going to repeat it with the same result. So I want to offer a really concrete example of what this has looked like for me. Um, And the best example I can think of is the planner that I use. And recently, I recorded a video about this just a couple months back. And it's on my YouTube channel. I'll link to it in the show notes where I'm basically walking through how I use my planner and how I get things done. If you want to take a look at that video, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I talked about in that video right now. Um, But you can see an actual like physical example of what I'm talking about in that video. 
So um, I have used the Get to Workbook planner now. I think this is like my fourth year. I'm about to order my fifth one. Um, So it has been a system I've been using for quite some time. And this is a planner. um, I will link to it in the show notes as well. It's created by a woman named Elise Joy Kripe, who lives in California. She's a small business owner. And um, this is a planner that I really like because it doesn't have timestamps in it. It's not really a place where I log my meetings because I use my um, digital calendar for that. It's really just a place of like columns where I can house my to-do list for each day. And I can also note each week if there are specific priorities, like three or four things that I really want to get done that particular week. I can note that at the beginning of the week, there's a little space for that. There's also a lot of extra room in this planner for note taking, for project design. I take a lot of like little scraps of other things that I've taken notes on, like post-its and things like that, and I put it in this planner. So I like that it it is kind of a blank slate in some ways um, for creativity of how you would want to use it. And um, so there are certain ways that I have used this planner, and it took me a while to kind of develop these trusted systems. But now I've been using them for a while, and I really do um, have that kind of sense of familiarity and reliability with them. So one example is at the end of every week, I always look ahead to the to-dos for the next week, and I fill them in. Um, I also use this planner to plan out any tasks that I have for the entire year that are like repetitive tasks that I know I have to do at the beginning of getting this planner. And I use the July through June version. It's kind of running on an academic year. Um, I will get the new planner and actually like spend an hour or two like writing in all of these things that I know are already on my calendar. And that would include, for example, like releasing podcast episodes on Monday mornings, Wednesday morning, Thursday, and Saturday. And I know I'm going to do that every single week. And so I will write in those things that I know are consistent for me. Also, because I plan a lot of the events for my business ahead of time, I know when my writing group meetings are going to be. I know when I'm going to be facilitating a seven weeks to radical self-trust program session. Um, There's a lot of things that I can kind of pre-populate in that planner, and then I just don't have to think about it. And these are things that often get put into my digital calendar as well, but because many of them involve to-dos or I have to actually plan to facilitate a session or something along those lines, um, or there's travel and I need to kind of think about prepping for that travel, All of that goes into this planner so that I can be kind of triggered to remember that I need to prep something in advance. Now, another um, system that I've built into this planner is a little bit of color coding. So as I'm getting things done throughout a week, I will cross off a particular task in pink. So I'll kind of check the box that I got it done and I'll cross it off in pink. And at the end of a day, if there are certain tasks that I didn't get to and I know I'm not going to get to that day, I mark them in yellow. And basically what that means is they're still kind of hanging over my head and I need to figure out when I'm going to get them done either later in that week or I'm going to maybe have to shift them into later in my schedule in a following week. And at the end of every week, I can look back just visually over my list and see what are the yellow things that are on my list. And I can either physically transport them into the next week so that I have them and I've kind of assigned them to a particular day, or I can decide maybe I want to wrap a bunch of them up over the weekend and start, you know, the next week fresh. 
that visual um, element of that color coding for me is really important because I can look back over a week and if I see lots of yellow, it means that I didn't do a very good job of estimating my time. And I thought that I was going to be able to get a lot more done than I was actually able to do. And if I have a week that's all pink, it means that I did a pretty good job of estimating what I was going to be able to get done that week. And maybe even that it was kind of a slow week for me because I wasn't kind of putting out fires or I wasn't able to, I wasn't overloading myself in terms of all the different kinds of tasks that I had on my plate. So that color coding piece is really important for me as just kind of a visual um, reminder or kind of a check-in about how things went in a particular week. Now, the other thing that I do in this planner is a lot of documentation. So what I mean by that is I put in pretty much all of my to-dos in this planner. Even if I have a to-do that I didn't realize was a to-do, I will go back and like write it in just so that I can check it off. Now, I'm definitely one of those people that will write a to-done list just to check things off for my own accomplishment and affirmation, but also it is a form of documentation for me if I ever have to go back and say, how long did it take me to do that particular task? Or what was the window of time that I was working on, you know, working on that chapter draft? Or um, how long did that particular project take me and my team to complete? Was it really six months or was it longer than that? I can always go back and find the kind of granular to-dos that will signal to me when a project started, um, what were the certain milestones that we were able to complete. And it also serves as an excellent reminder for me of how much time I really need to prep or complete a particular project if I'm going to be doing something similar in the future through this process, I've gotten into a place where I understand, for example, before I go on a consulting trip, I want to send the materials in advance by at least a week, if not more. Now, that means that I have to bump back my preparation, usually to the weekend before that, because I want to make sure that I have enough time to pull everything together and make any kinds of edits or revisions that I need to do. So I have a lot of planning um, scheduling that is included in this planner, um, which is, you know, not too surprising. It's a planner. You're, you're supposed to plan things. But I've started to see that I have certain kinds of windows of what makes me feel comfortable in terms of preparing a certain kind of event or activity. And so I always create that buffer in the planner. And I know that um, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to think about when am I going to get this done? Because I've already, once I schedule that speaking event, I automatically go like two weeks back and say, okay, when am I going to be prepping my materials to send them to the host? So the color coding and the documentation um, are both really important to me with this particular system. The other thing that has become also really important is I use this planner as a form of note-taking and brainstorming. And I don't really do that work anywhere else. And so if I'm thinking to myself, you know, where were those notes that I took about that idea I had about a new you know, service I wanted to offer in the business – it's going to be in that planner. Like I don't have to go and look around in Google Drive or my email or all these other places. You know, if this was something that was important enough for me to be kind of brainstorming about it, in all likelihood I did it, you know, within this planner. 
And that is, again, the most important part of a trusted system for me is that efficiency of not questioning where something is or how something will work because I already have the steps in place. I already know where I would have put that because I have a system of where I keep those things. So now I will put post-it notes in this planner. I will use some of the blank pages that are included to do brainstorming or drafting ideas. Um, And even if I'm writing something in a different space, like if I make a list on a different piece of paper and I realize it's something that is relevant to the planner, I will literally tape it into the planner. So it becomes kind of a scrapbook of all of my documentation of my productivity and my brainstorming and my creativity so that I know it's all in one place. Now, at the end of every year, this is another kind of thing I'll say about this trusted system. When I'm wrapping up this planner in June, I'm going to review everything that I put in there from that entire year, and I'm going to transfer anything I need to transfer into the new planner. I'm also going to try to close out anything that I can close out so that I'm not kind of referencing back to that old planner when I have the new one in front of me. So it serves as a really good mechanism for reflection, for making sure that I'm kind of closing out the projects that I want to close out in a timely way, that I'm actually acting on the things that I'm brainstorming about and and making notes about, and that I'm moving things forward, and they're not just kind of sitting there in the planner and not having any action taken. So that is just one example of a trusted system that I've created. It did take me months, if not years, to kind of figure out how to use that planner in the way that was going to work for me. And I'm definitely tweaking my use of it over time. The longer I have it, the more I'm realizing the ways that I can use it that are really effective for me. So again, I'm going to link to that planner video in the show notes if you want to take a look at that and you can actually see me walk you through some of the pages. Of course, I recommend this planner because I love it, but I also know that everybody needs really personalized systems for them. Um, And of course, I would love to hear about the kinds of trusted systems that you're creating in your work and professional life, you can always tweet to me at katie double underscore linder or email me at contact at katielinder.work. You can connect with me on Instagram where I am frequently sharing images of this planner and sharing about other trusted systems I have um, at katie underscore linder. And you can also write me a letter addressed to katie linder PO Box 1621 in Albany, Oregon 97321. I would love to hear more from you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at katielinder.work slash podcasts. You've Got This is part of the Radical Self-Trust podcast channel, a collection of content dedicated to helping you seek self-knowledge, nurture your superpowers, playfully experiment, live your core values with intention, practice loving kindness toward yourself and others, and settle into your life's purpose. Learn more about the RST channel at katielinder.work slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.